Hello, welcome to Spotlight, beaming artistic joy into the nation's homes via the wonder of wireless. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, we hear how young Frankenstein, or is that Frankenstein, is about to take to the stage courtesy of the Douglas Choral Union. Catch up with a bunch of amateurs heading to Peel. And with the never-ending round of artistic and creative happenings at Kensington Arts. Evening all. First off, a classic gothic horror story given the zaniest of musical treatments by the Master of Madness, Mel Brooks. Young Frankenstein, or is that Frankenstein, will be in performance at the Gaiety Theatre next month, a unique chance to see a classic piece of Brooks' genius, which has only just been made available for amateur productions. So get in there while you can. To find out more, I caught up with Mark Doherty, who plays Inspector Kemp, and Dr Frankenstein himself, or as he's better known in these parts, Tony Eccles. It's coming from the deep, dark recesses of the mind of Mel Brooks. I love him. Young Frankenstein! It's um, only just been released for amateur rights, so we're one of the first amateur companies in the UK to be able to do it. So tell us a little bit about it then, because it, it is, obviously, it is Frankenstein, it is Young Frankenstein. People, perhaps, if they hadn't heard of the Mel Brooks film and the original, might think, you know, is it is it horror? Is it comedy? Is it a bit of both? Is it gothic? Where does it stand? So it is a um, musical based on the cult classic parody movie that was... Um, it's unbelievably, quintessentially Mel Brooks. It's the most silly, wonderful, zany comedy you've ever seen. It is... We've been rehearsing it for about four or five months now, and there are still the same scenes where we are crying with laughter in every rehearsal because it's just so ridiculous. You can't it, it, not laugh yeah. at it. It's just a caper, you know, through and through, and Tony's right. There's There's humour in every line. Um, the physical comedy elements are fantastic. Um, and I don't know if anyone um, came to watch the producers, and I, and, I, and I hope that they did. But again, quite similar to the producers, another Mel Brooks classic, um, zany characters, um, zany plot line, yeah. um, just a laugh a minute. But um, fantastic music as well. I mean, unbelievable that Mel Brooks writes the music yeah, as right. well as well as the the show, the uh, and then directed obviously the films as well. What an incredible talent! And so, if, if people had seen the film, would would they recognise the show? Does it stay quite true to the film, or vice versa? Yes, I think with it being musical theatre, it's a very different style. It's a lot quicker. It's a lot pacier, and the. The original movie, because it's all based on um, Doc, um, Frankenstein mm. and then The Bride mm. Frankenstein and The Son of Frankenstein, and it's a kind of parody on those B-movie, old Hollywood... Um, mm. Yeah, that, well, that sort of yeah, genre, as it were. Yeah, that genre, yeah, exactly, yeah. that um, kind of um, Hollywood genre. With it being a musical, you don't have time for those long, kind of pacey really slow those footsteps and that like it's it's so quick it's this weird i've likened it to like a train ride and you just get on and it doesn't stop it just keeps plowing through the numbers next number next number and you 
as an audience member, you don't really get time to breathe because you're just so funny that it's on to the next. It's so quick. It's I love it. I love that style. And what's what's brilliant about it? We've had um, invitees coming in to watch uh, some of the rehearsals that we've had recently, and people, you know, find humor in different things that you just didn't think were there. And it's only when you have those invitees in that you're picking up the humor that you didn't necessarily know was there. And maybe that is something that they, as nostalgic memory with watching the film, that they laughed mm. about in the film, or maybe it's a new laugh for something that's been written into the music or the physical comedy element. It's, um, yeah, it's, 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 you don't see people with a straight face when they come in to watch. I mean, it is fast, but hugely funny and, we love that, don't we? Like rehearsals oh, yeah, have been fantastic fun because, again, it's just searching for those elements of comedy um, and seeing those characters develop. It, it, you know, it's been hilarious, hasn't it? Absolutely. And really and it, enjoyable experience. Excuse the pun, but the hardest thing is not corpsing. <laughs> no, exactly. Because even if someone tries a line or does something slightly different, a different intention, a different yeah. intonation in their yeah, voice yeah. or a different look or reaction to there are so many times where I've had to be like, yeah. you know, just struggle through it because it could happen, you know, yeah. it could happen on the night and there's some different things and it's just so silly. And I, and I think I think the film, um, there's like so, so much room for improvisation and I believe Gene Wilder probably improvised throughout and Brooks probably allowed him to do that and you can see where those gaps are and yeah absolutely we've been doing something similar which probably doesn't help on the corpse in front but <laughs> we love it we I was going to say can, can you get away with any improvisation within the roles uh, definitely I think there's so, elements I think some uh, roles um, yeah le uh, lend itself to improvisation more than others um, definitely in physical comedy element oh, there, yeah. there is room for that um, specifically me because you know I have a wooden leg and, and, and oh. a, a mechanical arm so all sorts of things can go could go wrong with that <laughs> um, so yeah I've enjoyed every moment of whacking my various other cast members at different times I may, really I, that, may be really rained, that may be reined in when the, when the show happens but uh, we'll so see. tell us a bit more about your character then because you, you you're often drawn it seems to to these wonderful characterizations which you bring to the stage was it was it something again in this case you really thought yeah that's the part for me yeah no i um yeah i seem to uh i don't know why i just i love those character parts i i, I think i love um Maybe the comedy element that's within them, it, they just seem to me more interesting than, than the sort of romantic lead. I'm saying that because I've never had a romantic <laughs> lead, but uh, no, I um, maybe violence. I'm typecast. Maybe maybe I suit those. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, the um, Inspector Kemp is um, a fellow who has had his run-in with the monster prior to when our show is set. Um, and has lost a leg and an arm as a result of a run-in with the with the original Frankenstein, and so he is hell bent on. He's also the the law keeper, if you like, of of um, the of Transylvania, of where this is set, and he is hell bent on ensuring that the monster will not happen again, and uh, he. As soon as he ha see, hears wind of of the younger Frankenstein making his way back to Transylvania, 
uh, he's quite upset about this and doesn't want him to be there because he has his suspicions that the monster once again may surface. Um, so it's 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 a good fun part. Um, he's very vengeful uh, and determined, um, and yeah, it's just a joy to to do. And ultimately hilarious. <laughs> I your scenes. I'm so glad I'm not on for most of them because I cry with laughter in the wings every time, every time. I can't, I can't tell you how ridiculous it is. It's, it's just so, so funny. I mean, like I said, we've been rehearsing for five months and there's not a scene that you do where I'm not howling in the wings. But like every part is written in a show to be a show stealer. And, Every part is bigger than the other. And that's what's fantastic about these Mel Brooks numbers. There isn't the straight lead. There isn't the straight, you know, romantic element. Every character has their own nuances, which in turn are hugely funny and entertaining. So more more of an ensemble piece in many ways. Oh, no, exactly. Like every character has a, a nuanced part and can really... You can go over the top almost in your interpretation of what that is. And that's the beauty of Mel Brooks. He allows you to to take that part as far as you want to. Sometimes we're told to take it back by the director, <laughs> but um, that's and, the fun element of it. And, and with that, you've, anytime there is um, some kind of plot, kind of, oh, well, we need to know what's going on here. At the same time as that, someone else's doing something equally as hilarious if yeah. there's if there is a song that isn't necessarily a, a comedic song mm-hmm. the situation that it's in or the reactions that the other person is doing to that it becomes funny so there's there's not a number yeah. where you're not like laughing your all the way through. i have, yeah, I have to say through. howard and and thanks tony for for bigging up my slightly <laughs> small part in this but <laughs> His 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 role is huge. I mean, he is never off stage. He is effectively he runs, he's there in every number. It's a massive role, and credit to him. You know, he's bringing his all to it. Uh, I, I don't know how he's learnt the numbers he has. He's uh, uh, he dances, sings, acts. It's all. It's. I mean, it's fantastic. A role yeah. you. you, you you've ever fancied playing for some time or was it something you thought you know what I'd like to have a crack at that it's never something I thought I'd have the opportunity to do and I've been um, a childhood kind of like fan of Gene Wilder ever since I first saw Charlie Chocolate Factory and then um, you know Stir Crazy and Blazing Saddles and everything he's ever done I've just been such a huge fan because how can you not be he's just so wonderful so to get a role that is him in his way and so kind of like championed by him and written by him and so iconic as a a Gene Wilder role is so wonderful because I get to go and watch and kind of introduce little kind of puissance of Gene Wilder in the performance Mm. because that's what it needs and it's just so it's such a joy to play even if it is spinning plates a lot of the time with so much going on, but it, it's it's so much fun. And I, and I think that's why you have to stay true to the film a bit because people will want to see elements of Gene Wilder 
yeah. who yeah. remember the film, of course. So that's really hard to to do because sometimes you can just do a, a sort of plagiarize it and, and mm. copy him completely. But Tony obviously wants to bring his own element exactly. to this. Um, yeah, and he does, and it's, uh, yeah, that's really difficult. It is difficult because I think you have, you do have to pick your moments where there are, there is the the iconic line or the the iconic phrasing of a line or the iconic gestures or zaniness of Gene Wilder, and then fortunately because it's in a completely different genre as a musical there are stuff that doesn't really link up to the movie so in those moments you can mm. kind of have your own fun and kind of take a character a certain way but then the real kind of the fan moments where you're going that's gene wilder you you know you got hit you those got moments yeah. i feel Can yes, candle yeah. and bookcase come to mind i mean oh. like, what an iconic scene and you have to stay true to the film and that. In yeah. those You're right. People scenes. expect certain things, exactly. don't they, as, yeah, as yeah. a root mark? Uh, if people aren't familiar with it, uh, good good family show, suitable for everyone. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I would say so. I have um, two teenage boys, and certainly I'll be forcing this upon them. <laughs> I do think they'd enjoy it. Um, um, well, we but, have members of the the cast who have um, younger younger yeah, children, and yeah. they've or they're always at rehearsals, yeah. or they've been yeah. brought in and. That's never been an issue. Like they don't think twice about it. It is there is some smutty humour. I Good. would. I kind of uh, yeah. But it, it's <laughs> yeah. nothing offensive. It's yeah. it's just. I keep kind of saying it, but it's just so silly yeah. that Marvelous. you can't take offence from it because it's just no it, just exactly mad. It's yeah. absolute madness. Exactly. But, and, and Brooks's humour throughout all his films is you know there's so many innuendos and yeah and full references of it, and absolutely. Full and, of that, full yeah, of and, it, and it's it, because it's done in such a silly fashion and in a comedic fashion. I don't, you can't take offense, yeah. I don't no. think so. No, right, nitty gritty. Then, when and where? 10th to so, the 18th, so we, don't we, know. yeah, we're no, being we do. We're being, <laughs> we just all we both <laughs> turned, yeah. Coach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. So, it's from the 10th to the 18th at the Gaiety Theatre. And um, I believe there isn't a production, there isn't a performance on the Monday. No performance nope. on the Monday. We get a day off, which Ooh. is wonderful. And then there's an earlier show matinee on the Sunday. Terrific. It's great to see the, the pair of you and then the passion as well. I mean, you can tell it's going to be great because, as you say, if you're still laughing after five months of rehearsals, you know it's going to be good. There's loads of passion there. The pair of you are brilliant. We just try not to laugh when we actually get on stage. That's the <laughs> yeah, hard Yeah, no, bit. exactly. Especially when you're yeah, throwing in your your improvisation. Oh, and once the props and like the costume oh. and the set. We haven't, we haven't got into the theatre yet, but just as a kind of... We've been shown the photos of the set and the, the production is huge huge the yeah, costumes yeah. are mad yeah, yeah. it's and like the, the, the laboratory scenes oh, alone will and be... all the special effects there's yeah. loads of special effects like different things going on electricity explosions yeah, smoke yeah. it's it's going to be a really kind of like visual spectacle. treat yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge spectacle yeah which a musical theater should be a musical theater show especially at the gaiety should and, be. and I, I saw it in the west end and it's so fast and quick and you know the the evening just flies by and there's so many laughs and it's it's a really good fun night out brilliant it's really going to be a sellout visual good. spectacle artistic spectacle good songs as well wacky as your pants as they say uh it's something to look forward to thanks for coming in guys thank you for having no, us thanks Harold. 
And Jung Frankenstein will be on at the Gaiety Theatre from the 10th to the 18th of February, the matinee on the Sunday. I'm told the set is amazing. You can hear more on the podcast. Don't miss that. Tickets, of course, from villagaiety.com. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. From a show written by a Hollywood superstar to a show starring a Hollywood has-been. The film A Bunch of Amateurs was shot on the Isle of Man and starred the likes of Burt Reynolds and Derek Jacobi. Now there's a chance to see the stage play of the same name at the Peel Centenary Centre with a cast, which, if I say so myself, could be even better. I'm Stephanie Gray. I'm from the Legion Players. And Sonia Callan. And, as I say, Bunch of Amateurs. Um, well, first off, tell us a little bit about the background. How did you choose this one, Steph? Um, this was a film that was done on the Isle of Man in 2008 that my mum was involved in in a very peripheral way in getting the props for. I met Derek Jacobi and a few of the other stars. And it was when it was filmed out at Bishopsgate and they transformed what was then a, a farm out barn into the most beautiful theatre. Um, and I was looking through the script and I saw the script had come up um, as availability on Concord. So I approached him and it was limited. So we had to apply and say, well, you know, with the Isle of Man, blah, blah, blah. And they actually granted us a licence. Um, the script itself is different slightly from the film, just in terms of, I kind of guess, the script, which is written by Ian Hislop, who is spitting image fame. So the, the, the script is very funny. And if we do it well, it should be very funny also. <laughs> Did you know it beforehand, Sonia? Well, I'd seen the film when it first came out, but I didn't know the play at all, no. But it's uh, it's quite different in a good way because they, there's so much more scope on the stage than, obviously, than they've got um, in some respects for for film. OK, so give us, without giving anything away, give us a sort of brief outline of what, what actually happens. Well, it's about um, an American superstar, Hollywood superstar, who actually is not getting the roles anymore, So, but he thinks that he should. And then he lands this role because by um, sort of um, fantasy, in a way, <laughs> they're thinking in a little village uh, in, the, in the British Isles, they're thinking, oh, can we get a big superstar to star in our... Shakespeare play and uh, he arrives but it doesn't all go the way he expected. <laughs> uh, being done under the auspices uh, as you say of the Legion place? It is indeed yes we were 90 years old last year uh, we didn't quite manage to have the big celebration we were planning for lots of things sometimes related to hospital and <laughs> Covid and holidays and goodness knows what yeah, else yeah. so we've, we've, we've pushed it forward to or back sorry to March so we're on March the 2nd to the 4th down at Peel Centenary um, Legion Plays has been going since um, 1932 originally started by the soldiers that came back from the Great War who wanted to raise money for their colleagues. So they put on Journey's End at the Gaiety and um, history records that there were three sellout performances um, from which the Legion players formed, originally with no women, no women allowed. Oh, but then shocking, eventually, shocking. shocking, 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 but eventually women were allowed to join. And of, of, you know, there's been so many great actresses and actors on Ireland, part of either the Legion players or the service players. Some amazing productions, you know, three and four productions a year. Um, so, yes, that's, that's the Legion players. We're still going, we're still raising funds and supporting the Royal British Legion. I love all your films, especially The Fugitive. I wasn't in The Fugitive. Are you sure? Get ready. <laughs> You're going to save our theatre. What has Jefferson Steele got that I haven't? Good luck, money. For sex. Apparently, he's a sexaholic. 
anything in a skirt. Full English. We've got Simon Fletcher, yourself, Yay. and Chris Kane. Um, we've got Cat Court. Steph, of course, is playing a big part in it. And we've got Alex Beatty and Jill Buchanan. I think that's everybody. <laughs> I think that is, isn't it? And there's a little bit of, um, it's not a musical per se, but we've just been running a few little numbers. There's a bit of music as well. Yes, um, well, there's bits of songs because it's based on a Shakespeare play. Um, there's some lyrics, some, some, some uh, extracts from Shakespeare in, in, in the uh, script. Mm. And um, they've got the full song at the end of some scenes, but we thought it'd be quite quirky and different and uh, local to ask Ellie Quayle to actually put those words to music for us. Which she has, and we've just been running it. Great stuff as ever, as anyone who knows Ellie will appreciate her music, a well-known rounder on the local scene. Uh, now, you said it is on at the Centenary Centre. Have we got dates and the people are listening and thinking, yeah, well, I wouldn't mind a little bit of that? Yep, it's on. We have a, an, an association agreement with the Peel Centenary Centre, um, which has been going a number of years now, which is sort of mutually beneficial, really. We do mad, crazy drama down there, and they support us, and then there'll be theatre in the upper room. So it's actually on, on Thursday the 2nd, Friday the 3rd, and Saturday the 4th of March. We are doing, um, on the afternoon of Saturday the 4th, what we call a Safer Space production, I'm very aware that there's a lot of people still who feel uncomfortable going into very busy theatres um, because of COVID and various other things as well. So we're saying, well, look, you know, please feel free. It'll be reduced seating. Please feel free to wear a mask. Come along to the matinee and still enjoy the performance. Uh, tickets are available from the Peel Centenary online. Uh, we also have a number of tickets in Corlitz in Douglas, in Thompson's Travel in Port Erin and in uh, Celtic Gold in Peel. Peel, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. And we should say, really, I suppose, yeah, take this opportunity because it's, it's a sort of a one-off chance to see it really being done on the stage. It is, and, you know, it's a comedy. Um, it's a lovely personal journey of Jefferson the star from this big egotistical fading Hollywood star mixed in with a bunch of amateurs, very eclectic mix, with beautiful script, um, great dialogue, a bit of physical comedy as well. Um, and it should be belly laughs, and I think everybody at the moment needs a bit of a laugh. You're right there. And a good team to work with, Son? Oh, yes, it's good fun. You know, it's there. We have fun rehearsing it as much as we have fun with the script. It's great fun and lovely to hear the Legion players still going after all these years. It's been a tough old time for small societies in recent months. It's on Thursday the 2nd to Saturday the 4th of March with a matinee performance on the Saturday. It's at Peel Centenary Centre. You can get the tickets online from Peel Centenary Centre, of course. You can also get them from Corlitz in Douglas, Thompson's Travel in Port Erin and Celtic Gold in Peel. Now, just time for a quick drop into the creative hub in Douglas, which is Kensington Arts, a place where young people can flex their artistic talent in pretty much every discipline there is. I dropped in for a catch-up with the Creative Development Coordinator at Kensington Arts, Peter Shimon. Yeah, so an overview would be uh, on Monday we have Kensington Creatives, which is our creative writing club, and Wild Track, which is our multimedia project. On Tuesdays we have rehearsals for Connections. We've got our next Connection show coming up in March, so we rehearse on a Tuesday and a Friday for that. Um, we also do Tech Crew on a Tuesday evening, and we run Soundcheck, our regular open session for Soundcheck, on a Tuesday as well, as well as Art Tank, which is a Tuesday and Thursday. Wednesdays we have our Choir, Varied Voices, which Naomi's going to talk a little bit about. 
Sophie runs a dance club on a Wednesday as well as a Friday, which she's going to talk about. Um, and then finally on a Wednesday, we have adult sound check sessions as well. So that's kind of the 18 plus side of sound check. Thursdays is more of our drama day. We have drop in drama for the kind of younger ones getting mm -hmm. started in acting. Uh, we have our drama school preparations. We have a number of students who are doing their applications for drama school. Some have been lucky enough to get into their drama school so far. Some are waiting to hear. Um, so we're helping guide them through that process. Um, and then Thursday, Soundcheck also does private mentoring sessions. Friday, we have the last rehearsals for Connections and Sophie does another dance group. And then Youth Club takes over for the weekend. Wow, it is a packed itinerary, as they say. Uh, and you mentioned the show coming up. To, you said a show in March? Yes, so the Connections performance of Innocent Creatures by Leo Butler is going to be the 17th and 18th of March. So more news to come on that. Terrific, look forward to that. Art Tank, I know we've dropped in before and that looked terrific for them. It was a, a, yes, a host of sort of messy creativity, I think. Yeah, and Art Tank is one of our most successful projects and has been running it for a couple of years now. And I really want to get some of our newer projects to that level where there are you know, up to 20, 30 kids coming and getting involved in different arts activities. Uh, she runs a really successful programme and then we'll be doing workshops in Easter and summer for her as well. And so are all these workshops and various classes, are they sort of reviewed on a year-on-year -year basis? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm fairly new in the role, so my kind of remit was just get as much out there as possible. And I think I'm, I hate the word organic, but I, I like to work quite organically and say, OK, are things working, are things not working? So we review it kind of every term to say, what can we do to try and increase the numbers or what kind of supplies do you need to make the quality better? Um, and then if we run alongside the school terms, it means that we can kind of pivot as we need to. And then over the summer period, I look at everything that we're doing um, over the course of the year and say, okay, what do we need to plan for next? Um, as well as things that we do outside of term times, we've got two musicals that we're doing this year. We have a music preparation course that we're doing and all of this information's on the website, but it's always good to just find new opportunities to let people know. Right, okay, we'll go and take a look at a couple of things going on today. Where are we gonna go first? Uh, let's go through to Sophie in the office. Hello, I am Sophie. I'm back again. I'm a regular customer on this this channel. <laughs> I'm Naomi Longhurst. I'm the music project manager at Kensington Arts. Lovely. Okay, well, we'll start with Sophie on the right and then come over to Naomi. So, uh, dance, so more dance yes. lessons, more dance workshops coming up? Yeah, so here at Kensington Arts, we have dance classes every Wednesday and Friday. Um, Wednesday, we call it Can You Dance? So, that is all kinds of techniques. So, at the moment, um, the girls that I'm working with, we're doing a lot of gymnastics and acro kind of styles. Um, but we also do a lot of contemporary, jazz, lyrical, anything that they kind of want to work on. And also if there's a specific move, so say for example, pirouettes, that they really want to get two or three rather than just one, like we'll work on that as well. Um, Fridays is our TikTok dance day. Oh, yeah. um, so that is new kind of this term, if you like. <laughs> Um, and we break down obviously existing and popular TikToks um, and we also have the opportunity to create our own and develop them or film them, do whatever you want with them. It's all just fun and obviously you don't need any experience. It's all drop in and it's two pound a session. Same as every other session. <laughs> Marvellous. And is, is this predominantly the girls or not? Uh, no, not at all. Obviously, it's open to everyone. Um, but at the moment, I do just have girls. So it'd be great to see some boys or... I don't know, maybe some older kids will want to come too. <laughs> never know. I mean, do you still see that for some, I mean, for some reason? I'm not quite sure why, but do you generally see more of the girls doing the dancing than the guys? Or is it, is it just something that goes in phases? Um, yeah, I think you genuinely do see 
a lot more girls but at the moment I do teach in other places as well and I do teach quite a few boys actually at the moment um and at one of the dance schools I'm at theatrics that has a boys class as well so it kind of makes them feel a little bit more comfortable especially if they're younger boys they might be like I'm not doing that that's for girls which obviously is not the case at all um like I trained with boys you know for three years at uni so it's uh it's about having the confidence to do it and hopefully parents will let them as well <laughs> absolutely it is all about confidence like any sort of performing I guess in many ways do do various styles come in and out of fashion whether it's sort of you know jazz or daft or tap or whatever yeah 100% um when I was like, oh, God, like maybe like 10 years ago <laughs> um it was all contemporary and lyrical you know it's it gets really popular on tv on programs like dance moms um and that's what everyone wanted to do contemporary classes would be full all the time but now everyone wants to do commercial that's the kind of dancing that you probably see on tiktok and music videos um background dance on the x factor britain's got talent all that that's a lot of commercial um and i guess it's just popular because it makes people feel good about themselves they can mm. kind of be sassy i guess <laughs> I, mean, I suppose that's driven by the likes of tiktok and such like oh it? yeah 100 percent. that's like the main channel of dance i guess right now isn't it <laughs> many ways naomi um Voices, tell us about the Voices Project. Uh, so on Wednesday we have Varied Voices, which we've, we've been running for a little while now, but it's now become a community choir, which means children, adults, anyone, everyone, hopefully everyone, um, can come and join in, in a range of styles again, same sort of thing, different styles are popular in different areas. Um, so I'm hoping to always have something to make everyone happy. A little bit of classical, a little bit of theater, stuff you'd recognize from Disney films, stuff you hear on the radio. Um, I'm hoping I can get everyone up and singing, whether you've done it before and you know what the dots on the page mean, or whether it's new to you and you just want to come along and have a laugh and a sing. It's every other Wednesday, so it's on this Wednesday and the next one will be the 8th of February. So you're all singing together en masse or in sort of smaller groups? En masse, one big group of happy people making a lot of noise. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll hear more from Kensington Arts next week when we hear about the Kensington Creatives and Wild Track. More details from kensingtonarts.im. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen where you want. Why not try it whilst grooming a small pony? Should you have one? See you next week. Cheerio.